As educators, we're always looking for opportunities to engage our kids with real-world problem-solving. On today's episode, you're going to hear about a great opportunity from Samsung to help your kids engage in the engineering design process to solve problems in their own community. Welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast. Each episode features educators sharing their practical ideas to put more science, technology, engineering, and math into every classroom every day. For show notes and more information, visit dailystem.com. Here's your host, Chris Woods. Well, today, educators, I'm so excited that we get to chat with a couple of people from the Samsung Solve for Tomorrow contest. Now, educators, if you haven't heard of Solve for Tomorrow, sponsored by Samsung, it's a great program for public school kids, grades 6 through 12. Also features one-on-one mentoring from someone at Samsung. It's an opportunity to really just get your kids involved with real-world change, to, to address some critical issues in their community using that problem-based learning that so many of us educators are trying to add more and more into our classrooms. So first off, I'd like to welcome to the show Anne Wu. How you doing, Anne? Hi, I'm great. Thanks for having us. Yeah, definitely. And Anne, you are part of the team at Samsung that puts on the Salt for Tomorrow. Now, this is the 12th annual one. That's pretty impressive. We are so excited to have run this program for 12 years. It's really been a labor of love, but really a commitment on behalf of the company to really support classrooms that are really thinking about STEM in creative ways. Yeah. Now, educators, if you have the opportunity to sign up, there is a deadline, and that deadline is November 15th, 2021. But educators that are listening after that, or with not so much time, you're thinking that's too much of a time crunch. You know, I can barely get all my papers graded and my attendance taken by the end of the day. Um, Guess what? There's going to be a 13th annual one and a 14th and a 15th. So uh, start looking at the information and listen to everything that we've got today to share with you, because this is something great that you could be already be planning about getting some of your kids to be thinking about for next year. So, uh, and just tell us a little bit about the Solve for Tomorrow and, and how it works. Sure. So Samsung Solve for Tomorrow is an annual competition that invites schools with students in grades 6 through 12 to answer a challenge, which is show how STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math can be applied to solve a problem in your local community. We came up with this uh, program 12 years ago, um, really to connect STEM with real world situations. Mm -hmm. We wanted to encourage students to sort of take their eyes up from their textbooks and really get out there and see the application of STEM and really invite Uh, students to think about STEM as a subject of study further as they continue their academic career and eventually careers um, in STEM. And so we're so excited to have this contest and so proud that it's been 12 years. Yeah. And as an educator myself, and I I can say those kids, they're asking, you know, when are we ever going to use this stuff? When are we going to use the different things that we're learning in math and science and all those other classes? Now, this isn't, I mean, even though it's mathy, sciencey, STEM kind of stuff, there's so much more involved to it than just here's a bunch of equations and, and solve, or here's some science data that we've got. It it involves a big, pretty big process in depth, but that doesn't mean you know scare some of those educators away from trying it. No, and um, interestingly, we have a lot of schools that have teacher sponsors who are not STEM educators, and that's yeah. really great because yeah. this is 
this is wound up to be really cross-disciplinary. Mm-hmm. There's civic engagement, there's writing, video production, but really allows you to understand the community issue. What's the root cause? What are yeah. the options to solve it? Most classrooms wind up using the engineering design process, but mm-hmm. it's really also very logic-based to get to something that uh, solutions that are achievable, that are scalable, that are impactful. And those are things that are great for STEM, but a lot of ways that change happens. We know that also, uh, Gen Z students um, really care about changing the world. They're not going to wait for old fuddy-duddy grown-ups to, <laughs> um, you know, make it happen. They are empowered to make it now, yeah. um, and so this gives that makes that connection for that passion, that drive to change the world with yeah. the skills they need to get that done. Yeah, that, that's really great that you brought that up, and because our, our kids, they, I mean, they love superhero movies because the superheroes solve big problems, you know, and 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 it's easy sometimes for us as educators to say, yeah, there's great big problems in the world, but I love that you also bring it right back to look around in your community and find a, a situation there that you can help with make things better. So uh, I'm also really excited that on, on the podcast here, we've got Jim Fleming, and he's a uh, two-time national winner. Some of his teams have won this Samsung Solve for Tomorrow. Tomorrow contest, which again, educators, samsung.com slash solve for tomorrow. And of course, that's in the show notes as well. But uh, Jim, welcome and, and tell us a little bit about how you as, as a teacher um, kind of got involved with this. Well, thank you for having me yeah. and, and and us. And, and I like to be a representative of Solve for Tomorrow because it's been a huge impact in on my life and my career and yeah. you know my students as well. Um, I, I came up you know, into this program uh, six years ago or so, uh, and, and honestly, I got an email that that said, "Hey, look, there's this contest," and 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 I presented it to a class, and we had an idea, and we just brainstormed and went, and that's and it's been from there. Oh yeah. my life changed uh, because of that. But you know, and and one of the things that I point out about, you know, not only has my life changed, but my students' lives. Yeah, and that's that's an important part of what this contest does for them. Right. Now you're a high school math teacher, but again, like Ann mentioned earlier, it doesn't have to be just math teachers or science teachers. Um, it could be anybody, but but you dove into it and, and you just kind of presented it to your students. And, and since then, you've probably kind of, you know, refined some of your ideas a little bit, but tell us, you know, do you, do you just kind of say, hey, let's figure out a problem or, you know, how do you, how do you get them started? Well, typically the way that, that I approach this and a lot of people do is, is you present the kids a problem. Mm-hmm. And and you just let them run with it, and that's what's that's what's so absolutely amazing about this program is because you are making a real world difference in your community. So you're giving them the problem, and then you know, I mean, you may have the idea of, of how this should go, but mm-hmm. typically, if you give the kids the chance, you know, they're not stuck in these boxes that we are. They come up with right. the most amazing answers, and and that's what you see, like when you see these, you know presentations by these kids down the line some of the most amazing creative answers because these kids you let them run what they can do is amazing they're not Mm -hmm. stuck like we are because we are we're stuck yeah and i know that you can hop on the solve for tomorrow website and you can see some of those past winners uh and stuff on there there's so many tips so many uh how to get started rules timeline all those kinds of things so it's not like you know, you're just jumping in, not knowing, you know, completely what to do, but there's going to be a learning process, a learning curve, but, um, but hey, that's what, that's what problem solving is all about, right? That's so interesting with that, you know, because Samsung has their mentors available for you, right. you know, if 
you if you've got something and, and you're stuck and you've got Samsung mentors, they can help you through some of that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and even if they don't have the answer, they're going to have resources that may be able to help you find the answers to some of the problems that you're trying to do that you're stuck with. Like maybe mm-hmm. it's a technology issue because you can't figure out the code or something like this. They may be able to figure out that for you or you know line you up with someone who can. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of resources that Samsung provides to help you have success in this project. That's awesome. And Anne, I know you've probably been part of all that process where you're where you're helping educators and, and getting them going. So like I've, I'm an educator. I get emails like that all the time. Hey, try this contrast, try this, do this. You know, and there's so many of those things that come across our desk all the day, um, all the time. But uh, just to be able to try one of those is, is so important. And, and this solve for tomorrow is very unique in that it helps kids to to be able to solve a problem and then you get a lot of resources too if if you happen to be one of those winners as well i think part of the evolution of the program has really been to listen to teachers teacher listen to students and really try to find the best way that samsung can help them mm-hmm. um, get to a solution and so the program as i mentioned earlier has evolved over the years mm-hmm. because we are always adapting to what we can best do for the students in the competition, the classrooms to, to improve it. So we have um, employee mentors. And by the way, my colleagues love this program. They're able <laughs> to connect with students, problem solve with them, even presentation skills. You know, they love yeah. to be a sounding board because part of the competition is pitching in front of a live judging panel wow. made of, of Samsung employees um, and other technologists Um who are going to challenge them to say, you are a national finalist, why should you be a national winner? And it's all of these different facets that really shape and get a really concrete understanding of what the problem is and what the solution is. Mm-hmm. And we just love to be part of the journey. We say at Samsung that we love this competition because we don't have to come up with the ideas every year. <laughs> the magic is that there are classrooms around the country who we challenge to look, just look up, look around, yeah. find something that you can change. And so often they are micro causes of something bigger because right. community challenges can happen everywhere. But again, to draw that tie between a problem that looks sometimes insurmountable or somebody else's problem, but to draw the skills to get there and to empower students who some of them have never thought about STEM as a career path or an interest area for them, but one, but they want to change the world. So to yeah. connect the skills and give them a toolkit and just show them what STEM can do is really that magic that we just build a framework for. But then all of these ideas like students and classrooms around the country are coming up with are better than anything we could have thought of. It's that, it's, that, it's that whole crowdsourcing idea. The more people you got thinking of, of a problem, the more possibility of a great solution. So, and, and I imagine, Jim, for you, some of these problems that your kids have tackled and then some of the solutions they've come up with have been, I'm sure, pretty amazing, right? Oh, not only mine. I mean, I, I like to take pride in the in the work that my kids have done. But, you know, as, as we go through the process, we get to see what the other kids are doing. Mm. And you're always just amazingly impressed with with what they're doing. Um, and, and that's that's great. And it's great for them to, to be able to have that success. But what's also interesting and what's so fabulous about this program is that, you know, when they, when they meet with their mentors and when they meet with the people and, and the judges and stuff, and it's just really this huge validation of what they're doing is yeah. important 
can make change. That's that's what has probably been one of the biggest things about this contest for my kids is this contest is validating the work that they've done and said, look, you can make change. And it teaches these kids not only the STEM part of it, but that they can make a difference. And that's a fabulous thing. That's awesome. And I know there's a lot of videos on the website. If you go to samsung.com slash solve for tomorrow, you can see national winners from all the previous years. You can see the videos. You can see the different things to, to just kind of give kids at least that, that little bit of this is kind of what some other teams have done. Now, they may not be able to get that you know, that level of expertise and that level of, of creativity or things like that, maybe the first go round educators, but, um, you know, always we want our kids to aim for something and, and just kind of seeing some of those things as well. Um, any f- favorite solutions or, or problem challenges that you've, you've seen over the, over the different years, Anne or Jim? Um, for me, what I've really loved uh, more than a particular project is the empathy and support that students and classrooms give one another as part of it. Um, you know, so often you think of STEM as very logical and non-emotive and yeah. um, empathy applied to STEM is something that we've really seen over the years. And just, yeah. you know, it takes a level of understanding of the problem to really get to the best solution. And so we've seen that um, over time. And I think for me, some of the one the ideas that stick best in my mind are the ones that are able to bring empathy into the solution mm-hmm. yeah. and um, really sort of resonate in a different plane or a different level than just sort of a technical solution or, or that. So, you know, we've also seen the evolution of technology, which I really love over time. 12 right. years ago today, the world has changed many times over oh, yeah. in the world of technology. Right. Um, you know, from anything from something mechanical to app-based, but as technology needs to prove itself, just having an app is not okay. What does the app do? Why is right. it, why would you keep it on your mobile device mm-hmm. um, versus, you know, there's limited real estate. We've seen how um, students have really tried to infuse technology as well in it in a creative way as they are using it themselves, which which really for me, um, more than a specific solution is yeah. really that that theme of empathy and also keeping up with the pace of technology yeah. in their ideas that are really the, the themes that have stuck with me over time. Yeah, that's awesome. Jim, how about you? Well, I mean, besides mine. <laughs> you should talk about yours. They're great. I mean, they won. I mean, I mean I mean, my, you know, I've, I've had two and, and they, they were both fabulous, but you know what? It, it's, I don't know. I don't think I have a, a favorite solution or favorite project. I think my favorite part of, of all of this and, and including all this is just seeing these kids light up as they're yeah. trying to tell you what they did and how much pride. I remember I, I was actually at the, the pitch event where the kids come in and this is in, in the old days before the pandemic where mm-hmm. like they would fly the kids into new york and present in front of a whole bunch of judges cool. and i remember this middle school kid i don't know who this kid was but this was this middle school kid and he was talking about how they were using arduinos and he was just so passionate about <laughs> we did these arduinos and i remember when i won the first time in and we were at, at the pitch event and there was this kid that and his team won the nationally as well the year we won um and he was really shy and really quiet but he started talking about mushrooms and oh the passion in his voice and he just said he just, just tell you anything about about mushrooms um redheaded kid oh i had his name on the top of my tongue too and and then i met this ninth ninth grade girl that same year named bella who like ran her project for her entire school and, wow. and she was amazing 
Um, you know, and I just meet these kids and just seeing the passion, the way they light up yeah. when they do this, that's that's the project that sticks in my mind is, is those kids' faces when they're saying, look at what I did. There you and go. Just, you know, glowing. Yeah. It's just the coolest thing. It's that whole, you know, like putting something on the fridge at home. This is that that's what solve for tomorrow can be for for your kids, educators. Um, if you haven't, again, definitely you have to check it out. Samsung.com slash solve for tomorrow. Um, you can find out about it. Of course, they've got two million dollars in technology and supplies that your kids can win as parts of the process and stuff. But uh, like like both Ann and Jim said, it's not just about prizes. It's not just about even winning. It's about um, getting the kids that opportunity to to create, to find things in their community, things to uh, to make a difference with. And again, I, I like that, Ann, how you were talking about STEM can feel, you know, that kind of cold, calculated, very, you know, uh, removed from uh, from feeling. Uh, it's very, very logical. And so this is that uh, great opportunity to to combine those different types of courses and subjects. I could imagine it would it would really work well for a lot of teachers. I, I assume some teachers often work together with different classes and things like that as well. So um, we always ask for a lead teacher. Mm -hmm. um, they're off, often supporting, especially if there are technical aspects or uh, video production or script writing and other part of it where other teachers um, do pitch in, but uh, teachers are the ones that apply it. Multiple teachers in a school can apply. Right. In the case of Jim, um, as a perfect example, um, you can apply multiple times in the mm -hmm. competition and really um, it allows for you to improve on your ideas or come up with an, another idea if you have a different class of students yeah. but have heard about the competition. That's good. And, um, you know, we know so many teachers who maybe don't become national winners, but continue mm -hmm. their idea, their project in their classroom. And that for us is such um, really a, a point that we have so much respect for because yeah. they have understood that they are drawing in students in a different way into understanding how, why, why you need to know this <laughs> yeah. in your future life or how people really use it in real life. And for that, you know, we love our winners. We love all the schools, but we really um, have so much respect for those teachers who continue the project on. There's no prize at the end for them, but they believe that they're bringing students in to STEM education in a way that they wouldn't have otherwise been able to do without this problem-based approach and applying STEM. It's just about unlocking that potential that's in every kid and, and helping them to, to see uh, the amazing things that they can do each and every day. So, and great. I mean, I'm, I'm so excited. I, I know I'm already uh, thinking of ways that I'm going to get my kids starting to think about this process. You're showing them some of those videos, um, showing them some of the resources and, and start to get my uh, thoughts and thinking process going for my kids as well to start brainstorming. Any any other last thoughts, Anna and Jim? Any, any other last like, hey, teachers, you got to sign up for this or... Sure. Well, um, you know, there is still time. There's still, there's still about two weeks left. So um, take a look at the website. Um, you don't have to make a video right now. It's just answering a couple of questions. But, you know, I encourage you to talk to your students like uh, Jim has in, um, in the past and ask them what they've been thinking about, what's on yeah. their mind and um, what they want to do about it. And that's a great entry way to, to start. It is a $2 million price pool. It is SAM te technology, but also classroom supplies. The yep. prize goes to the school. Right. So um, it's very different because it's also team-based and the prize goes to the school. So Jim has a super decked out classroom uh, and the school has really um, benefited from having more resources that is added to what they already have. But, you know, take a chance, um, watch the videos, feel inspired. And yeah. um, it's not 
that difficult to apply. It's a couple of questions to get started. And we welcome everyone um, to the journey of Samsung Solve for tomorrow. You know what? I'm going to add on to that real quick and because it is. It is a very quick and easy process just to enter. You don't have to have your project started yet to mm -hmm. do that. You can just, you know, answer the questions. You know, you get an idea of what your project is going to be. But mm -hmm. ask your kids. you got two weeks to do that. Yeah. You know, answer a couple questions and build as you go. Yeah. And first time I won this question, I just threw an idea out there and I just kept finding out. I kept moving on. I was like, oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. You know, I just. I never expected to win that with the first time through. I just said, yeah. oh, you know, we'll try it and, and yeah. see what happens. We just kept moving on. We just kept building the project as we went. And and we started with nothing and it built as it went. So you don't have to have it done yet. Just have an idea. Yep. Ask your kids about it. Answer yeah. some questions. Fill it out. Give it a shot. You know yeah. what? Even if you just try it this year to see what it's like so you can do it next year. Yeah, that's awesome. Sounds great. Great advice. I mean, even just the other day, I had my students go out and we just walked around the block uh, around the school and just I, I, I had them take a notebook. I said, what kind of possibilities do you see? What kind of opportunities do you see? What kind of problems do you see? And and that was just a really uh, impactful time for them and gave them. And, and I'm already starting to build on some of those ideas because, again, I'm, I'm thinking about next year. Uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll get in on this year. We'll see. That's right. You should. Dead, deadline again, teachers, November 15th, 2021. If you're listening to this after that, Again, that's okay. Hop on the website, samsung.com slash solve for tomorrow. Find out all the great information and uh, find out and get your kids brainstorming, get your kids solving real problems instead of just uh, the problems that are in their textbooks. So really appreciate it today, Anne and Jim, for joining us and uh, all the best at, to all of you. Uh, good luck to you, Jim, and, and all your uh, competitions. And, and to Anne, thank you so much to all of you at Samsung for creating this. Our pleasure. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. Yeah. And again, educators, uh, check out samsung.com slash solve for tomorrow and uh, really appreciate it. And again, as always, keep on doing what we're doing everyday educators to keep getting kids excited, get kids to follow their passions, follow their interests. We're not just instructors. We are inspiring our kids each and every day, every kid, every classroom, every day. That's what STEM is all about. If you need to connect with me, head to dailystem.com. Always happy to help and uh, keep up the great work, educators.